you know, bowl games aren't for everybody. And they certainly might not be for Syracuse. The Boca Raton Bowl didn't exactly go according to plan. We'll talk about that for Syracuse and what the future will bring with the new coach. But more importantly, Florida State, will they be sticking around to have and enjoy the party for the ACC? Why another board of trustees meeting might just mean the end of Florida State's era with the league on today's show. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked On ACC. I'm your host, Candice Cooper, joined by Kenton Gibbs of Locked On Wolfpack. Each and every day, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you download, subscribe to the pod from our YouTube page where you can join our community and talk to us one-on-one each and every day. We always enjoy your comments. Some of them lately have been a little spicy, but it's fine. We always enjoy a little bit of back and forth with our fans. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. We all know that when it comes to FanDuel, you've got to get in on the game action. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Kenton, how are you feeling on this Thursday going into Friday? Um, you know, I feel great. I feel a lot better than the Syracuse faithful right now because, you know, at halftime. girl, I know she's crying and throwing up. It's got to be. At halftime, no touchdowns, two interceptions, negative 17 yards rushing. Yikes. But it's okay because, you know, I mean, hopefully they can get this thing turned around. Who knows? They might be able to do it. If the interim coach thought he had a spot still on the roster or on the staff when this is all said and done, I don't know. I don't know, buddy. You might want to pick it up, pack it up in the mail. There is a tight end playing quarterback. So it's another thing. Like, this is the transfer portal is just a crazy time, new era. But, you don't know who's on the team. Everyone's giving it their best go. In all fairness to Syracuse, Valari had to play quarterback earlier this season. He was a quarterback coming out of high school. I, you know, I get it. I get it. But uh, that boy was so bad. They had to bring in Braden Davis, who has not attempted. A pass this year, I don't believe. So, uh, you know, at the, at the end of the day, um, Byron Brown is a guy with ACC ties being from Raleigh, North Carolina and doing good things. And many ACC teams were hoping he'd jump in the portal, but it appears not. It appears he just enjoys jumping down Syracuse's behind instead. It's, it's a, a real tough look right now. But, you know, hey, Coach Fran is bringing some electricity, baby. This is home. Listen, I'm not even going to hold you. The guy from Camden has decided that he is here to stay until he doesn't want to be there. And I think that Syracuse has had some great hires. They have some great transfers coming in right now. They are doing what needs to be done. There is positive vibes. They just got to get through this one. I hope Boca Raton, Boca Raton is beautiful. And you know what? It is beautiful. And I hope that they enjoy the bowl festivities and all that good stuff. Because this was a trying season. This was a very trying season where you had to win a game with an interim coach to even get into bowl eligibility and whatnot. And, and, and so, you know, I hope that they really do enjoy this because, I mean, hey, by all accounts, that's a program on the rise. Everybody loves Coach Friend. Everybody thinks the world of him. So, you know, I haven't heard a bad word about him yet. This is a program that by all accounts is on the rise. It's just tonight is not the night for rising. 
Tonight, well, the planes like, are If gone. anything, this is positive because the bar is in hell, right? You can't get much lower. Dante's ninth circle, if you will. The, I don't know what that means. But. Well, it, it, Dante wrote like a, a epic about like what hell was like. And it was all these different levels and the lowest level, it got cold. That's neither here nor there. Who met Dante? Is he real? Or is that made up? Is da- I'm not doing this with you. I ain't fooling with you today. I ain't fooling with you today to find out that you a dinosaur truth and not you a Dante truth. I just, it's just too many things. Too many truth is coming out of you today. Who believes in dinosaurs? If you do, please put it in the comments oh and God. tell me why. Oh. Let's really shake the bowl table. <laughs> what a- let's let's shake the ACC bowl season table. If you believe in dinosaurs, let me know and let me know why. Please. Where, when you took your field trip in seventh grade to see a dinosaur fossil, please let me know. Let me know if you really thought that thing was real. Please, 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 please. Thank you so much. Come over to TED Talk. All right. Ready? Oh, my God. I Listen. Honestly, I don't know which is worse, being the Dante truther or being the dinosaur truther. But what is a Dante hilarious. truther? What does that even mean? Is Dante a real person? Yes, Dante is a real person. That's a re- oh from the Roman times. Like I don't know what is it. Yeah, he's he's, he's from way way back. Yeah, way 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 in back. the Roman Empire or BC, AD seven BC or. I, I want to say he was BC. I want to say, actually, no, no, no. He had to be AD. Dante had to be AD because the concept of hell was a relatively newer concept when he talked about it. That's why his books were so revolutionary. They were all, oh my God, what is it really like? Dante is a crazy name. Oh my God. Can we talk about some ACC sports? <laughs> Please. The fans are going to be upset with us. They are not here to hear about dinosaurs and Dante. Well, they already know why we're in, so they're stuck with us. I mean, Syracuse, yikes. How much worse can we talk about them? You know, and, and see, fans, this is why y'all should be happy with us because we're giving y'all filler content as opposed to talking about the whooping that Syracuse is taking right before our eyes because 31 0 at halftime is insane. That is legitimately like, whoa. Sometimes you just have an off night. I mean, I guess. 31 is an off night? 31. I hope they built, bet the over on FanDuel. 31 they make every moment more. 31 is crazy. 31 at halftime. You know, what do you even say as an interim coach down 31 points? Like, not even joking. What do you even say at that You moment? just go brick by brick. Mm-hmm. One play at a time. One possession at a time. Ain't you been in the locker room? Boy, how come I know more better than you? I have never been in the locker room with an interim coach down 31 zip at halftime. Never done. Bowl game? You just need to have fun. In the bowl game. Yeah. I mean, they're basically playing 7v7. Let, let's be honest. Well, it looked like they're playing 7v0 because 31 zip. Yeesh. Yeesh. But, you know, any no lead is safe in the bowl game. You know, Syracuse could come out, become a whole different team. You know, Valarian and LeQuint could get that running game going. Braden Davis could start striking through the air. They, they figure something out. I'm just glad you know who's still on the roster because I sure don't. Honestly, truly, <laughs> truly, honestly. Is it Dante? Is it Dante? Is it Dante? Lord have yes. mercy. I'm sure they have a Dante on the team, but not the Dante I was referring to. 100%. But do you even know that he exists? All right. Let's talk more about bowl games. As we know, there's plenty coming up. We've got another one coming up soon here. Do not Kenton of the ACC schools. Let's let's maybe throw some out there. There's some positive things that we can say for some ACC bowls. Absolutely. The, the weekend. Absolutely. I mean, there are, there are plenty of, of bowls coming up for the ACC that are, you know, they're much more favorable matchups and we probably won't see, you know, we're not going to see interim coaches and all the things along the lines in terms of like, oh man, this is, uh, 
this is a very, very, very tough outlook for us. So all in all, I think that the ACC will be just fine. But uh, again, we're not putting on a strong showing right now, uh, but there are plenty of bowl games left. In reality, this is the ACC's first bowl game. So you, you know it's, in the words of Hezekiah Walker, it will get better. It's got to get better, you know? What song is that? The song Better. The, the name of the song is literally Better. Huh. All right. Yeah. Okay. I didn't yeah. hear that one. I missed that one. Yeah, we got Georgia Tech taking on UCF tomorrow. You know, we, we got a shot there. Uh, Troy and Duke. I think Duke might be a little cooked there, but... <laughs> You know, I mean, that one's coming up on Saturday. And, you know, I mean, hey, we've we've got some more games coming up, but most of those are after Christmas, which means you'll be hearing from us again before they happen. But a thousand yeah. percent. We'll give you a little more Georgia Tech, UCF, Duke, Troy conversations tomorrow as we get through our bowl conversations. But again, locked in on Syracuse, not off to a great start. There is conversations, though, that we want to get into around the board of trustees, Florida State. We kind of knew it was coming, but we might as well just you know, hone in on, hone in on it a little more and reemphasize we just truly don't know what a grant of rights thing is. All right, but first, reminder. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. Spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I'm sure they have one on Dinosaurs as well. Go to FanDuel.com slash College to get your NFL bets right. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. So, Kenton, as we're talking through... Board of Trustees, Florida State, not getting into college football playoffs. We sort of knew this was coming. The rage was very high the first couple days. People settled down. You thought they would just ride the tide, maybe talk about this whole transition thing in the summer and how we're going to get out of the ACC because we got to go be competitive. We got to make sure that we are top of the top when it comes to competing for national championships. And we can't do that here in this league. And yet somehow they said, let's bump this bad boy up. Our our basketball season is not going well. We got to focus, focus on task at hand. And that is trying to get out of the ACC. I'm going to quote Jason Terry here. Okay. Because there's a, there's a very simple solution to the problems that we're looking at. CTC. Do you know what CTC means, Kat? I thought you were about to say CTE, and I was like, you know, no, there was a football joke to be had there, and I just knew of all people to crack it, it was going to be you, but go for it. No, ma'am. Cut the check. (laughs) Cut the check. That's what it stands for, okay? And that's what this team is going to have to do. If they want to leave the ACC, you know, and the words of Fantasia Barino, if you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Go ahead and free yourself. Just free yourself of, uh, let's say, I believe the numbers that I saw reported were between 200 and 500 million. So free yourself of that 200 to 500 million as well and go on about your way. I mean, thing- is that with inflation or not inflation in a, in a season that we're in? I mean, the oil money can only be, the, the, the Saudi money can only be so good. Well, I mean, hey, apparently the Saudi got, got deep pockets if they looking at two to five hundred million, two to five hundred million, and they're just like, hey, we can stomach it. I, I mean, at the end of the day, go for it. I would just say that this is maybe not being thought through fully. This is maybe, 
you see a lot of headlines that start with Florida man or Florida woman, and you know that the following words will not be logical. They will not be sensible. And this this time we're seeing Florida men and women. And it's it's just multiplying the madness because, I mean, the reality is you have to pay that buyout and you don't get your home game rights. And so one of the most preposterous things I saw proposed was, well, if you don't get your home game rights, just play all your games out of neutral site. I'm like, do you know how much revenue you'd lose in ticket sales? And in, 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 uh in concessions, in the inability to recruit at that point, because you can no longer sell the amazing stadium that is the dope for what it is because you're not going to be playing. Come on, let's let's be very for real here. Uh, this, is, this is something that Florida State has rights to be upset about their snub. Absolutely. Give it to them. I agree. I agree. I have never said Florida State is not a big enough brand to want to leave the conference or to want money on par with the AC or with the SEC and Big Ten money. Not gonna say that. Not gonna say that lie at all. However, let's be smart. Let's think this thing through, and let's work this thing out numerically. Paying out a nine-figure payout and still not having any of the rights to your home games. Well, to Maybe. me, paying out a nine-figure penalty when you know there's 12 teams going to be in the playoff next season is crazy. So you're going to make it, one. Two, it just doesn't make fiscal sense when in reality you got to find a new home and hope that somebody wants you. So unless you're t- telling me that the SEC and the Big Ten are knocking at you, banging down your door, by all means. And like my favorite friend, favorite radio host, Joe Avia, said, if the grant of rights was breakable, it would have been broken by now. There are plenty of teams who are frustrated, but I think the only way this is going to work is as if there's a secession, meaning they find those eight other schools that break away from the ACC. And I'm not, but I mean, look, I know your face, but we have some, some schools in some states that are used to seceding. So they're not exactly far. That's not far fetched. Okay. Neither one of us need to talk about that secession. Uh, That just wasn't, we weren't meant to be in that conversation per se. But with that being said. I mean, um, I feel like it, but you you saw where I'm going, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But but the reality is, at least in this situation, see, even if you talk about that secession, logically and fiscally, it made sense for those states to do so. It's Mm -hmm. not the same ball game. Like this is, let's look at this thing from the standpoint of, who has a place to go, right? I believe it was the Jones girls that made the song, Who Can I Run To? This is the question that a lot of these, these folks are going to have to answer. That wasn't Who can- Escape? Well, it, there was an original before they made it. There was an original before they made it. I heard you. But I heard you. Anyway, the, quest, the, the question is, who can these teams run to if you look find eight per se, right? Like, yes, there are some brands that are big enough to go with you, that are big enough to have that the different conferences, you know, calling for them. But here's the most important part about that. Number one, those other conferences have all the leverage because as if you leave the conference and then go completely independent and still have to pay your old conference, you've basically put yourself up the creek without a paddle. So the other conference can say, um, no, you're getting a 25% share. You're not getting a full share for these first X amount of years. But can and what they are you secede and become so they if they secede, can they not become their own thing? They can secede and become independents, but then you're looking at an entirely different thing where you you now have to broker a deal with all of these TV companies individually. 
And there is not enough programs to do that. With all due respect, outside of Florida State and Clemson, who else draws that big of a crowd? And let's just be real. Let's just be honest and real. We're going to talk about them at the end of this episode. The basketball programs don't demand that much money. That's the reality. They don't. Even the Blue Bloods. Even the, oh, they're a national brand and there are Walmarts all over the country. They don't demand the same type of money. They don't give, get the same type of eyeballs. You look at the ratings for uh, March Madness and, and the Battle of the Blues and whatnot. They don't compare with the biggest college football games. That's just a fact. That's not what Ken thinks. That's not what Ken feels. That's what the viewership bears out. So at that point in time, you're asking yourself, even if we throw in the, the basketball blue bloods, let's get real aggressive. Every football blue blood, every basketball blue blood, they go together. You still don't have enough to fully succeed and break down the granite rights altogether because a lot of those teams will have nowhere to go. Where where do you say where do you propose a Wake Forest goes? Well, Wake you, Forest ain't gonna secede. But that okay, well, who do you think is the smallest school that would want to secede? Louisville. And where does a Louisville go? Big Ten. Big twelve. Louisville goes to the Big Twelve. Okay, Louisville goes to the Big 12, and does the Big 12 pay out a full share of them? Not right now. Well, yeah. actually, they're mad because Oklahoma and Texas left, so maybe. So if if the Big 12 – but the Big 12 wouldn't have to. Even, as pissed off as they are at Oklahoma and Texas, they're st- it's a business, baby. Before anything else, this thing is – it's about the Skrillas, them greenbacks. And so but they the know that Louisville can bring in a little change, a little one-two, but, but, a little shimmy shake. But the, the – <laughs> The idea is simple. You don't have to bring them in as a full a, a full member. You just have to beat out the next conference. Because at that point in time, you're looking at a power two conference situation. SEC, Big Ten. Can you beat out those two? Can you beat out those two in terms of bidding? And really, being honest, being honest, as special of a season as Louisville had last year. And this isn't about Louisville. This isn't just about them. This is about Virginia Tech. This is about NC State. This is about so many other teams. Do you have the draw to justify well, another I think, team? I think Boo Corrigan thinks so. That's yeah, why okay. he did. That's why he put us in the position he had now. Why? If, he re- if he really wanted ACC to stay in 10 toes, he could have been made the shing shake, but he he if, playing. He knew where he I, he knows where he's going. I he very strongly the, disagree. I, I think he's a part disagree. of the secession. What are you talking about? I think that his move showed that he knew NC State don't got nowhere to go. This is it. This is it. I, I think his move let him know that he is ready to secede and he about to be and he know that North Carolina has to take them wherever they decide to go. And again, what conference is bringing on both of these schools as full members? Because if you get bought on as a partial member for either one of those schools, you've just lost money. You've just lost money. So the reality is the amount of schools who could seriously financially make sense of leaving. Again, this is not about what schools would leave. This is about getting enough schools to get a dissolution. Because even if Florida State leaves, they find a way, they pay out X amount of hundreds of millions and they leave. How many other schools have that that type of money just laying around on hand to say, hey, we'll throw in on the pot two to get out? And mind you, what you're losing on the way out on top of that money. Come on now. Let's let's be honest. Let's be real. They there was the reason the ACC is not kept together. And I said this before, and I know I'm gonna sound like a broken record, but I'm gonna say it a thousand more times. The ACC as it stands right now is not kept together by friendship, rainbows, and agreement. The power of friendship. Ain't got nothing to do with it. 
Okay. I don't think it ever was, but go ahead. Tina Turner once asked us, "What's love got to do with it?" And I'll ask it again here. What do what? Hello. What do the the secondhand emotions? What do the feelings have to do with this? Nothing. This has to do with the color of my hoodie. For those of you who can't see, green. It's the green. It's the dollars. That's what is going on. That's what matters. So Florida State. The answer is simple: pay the fee and go on about your way. Give it, give the uh, ACC the rights for your games for the next 12 years and go on about your way. But that's that's the, the solution here. I'd like to see you try. All right, let's talk more about some other ACC news. We're switching gears and talking a little basketball because we know that can get spicy. But when you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top-tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. They even just launched a feature that helps helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. So wrapping up the show here, we're talking about the board of trustees meeting with Florida State. We don't know how that'll go, but maybe it'll be crazy. But the Blue Bloods decided that they were going to get in on the basketball action, get some quad one wins. So you always got to give the nod to Duke who took down Baylor and, you know, Duke won on neutral site. Wasn't even at home. It was like, all right, welcome to the party. You can't just win a camera. You got to win a little a couple other places, but big for them, big win for them. Absolutely a massive win for Duke. And that's a Baylor program that has been doing very good things. I mean, they've been special for quite some time, right? You go back to, uh, way back when Torian Prince was telling folks, oh, you get more rebounds by grabbing the ball when it comes off the rim. And yet it, it appears that this is the exact same uh, result as what happened the last time Duke and Baylor played, right? It was tied up, I want to say, what was it, 63 all or 62 all? And then all of a sudden Duke said, all right, let's stop playing with these little bears. Let's smack them around a little bit. And they did what they need to do to come up with a big win there. I definitely think Duke grew up in that game and definitely exciting to see some of the guys sort of have those breakout moments for them. But it was the North Carolina team as well who beat a number seven Oklahoma program who was undefeated 10-0 at the time but was able to pull out that victory. Huge for Hebert Davis, who a lot of people put into question whether or not he could win in big-time games, big-time moments. A neutral site was in Charlotte at the Jumpman Invitational, was able to pull out the W, and R.J. Davis started to have those conversations about National Player of the Year, a CC player of the year, all that good stuff. But we're still wondering, where is Armando Baycott's breakout performance in game? You know, if if we had to give out the ACC player of the year right now, it'd obviously have to be RJ. I don't yeah. think that anybody else is in serious contention for it right now. I mean, he's... Judiment from Syracuse, I would, I would argue that he's make, he's he's trying his best to run. run. He's not close, but it ain't far. I disagree. Come I think Dante. it is far. Come on, Dante. I think it is far. I think it is. I don't think it is. Okay. It's not. Well, it's not. It's okay. Not. Well, um, <laughs> see, and I, I, y'all see what she's trying to do to me, fans. She's trying to get me to pile on with the niceties about Tar Heels, which I don't have a problem with, okay? In 2024, I'm trying to let go of old grudges to be a better. I'm lying. That's not one of the things I'm trying to do in 2024, but that's neither here nor there. The reality is very simple. R.J. Davis has been the guy. I, I don't think that you can argue too much about anybody else having more impact on their team 
This was a team that everybody looked at and said, how are you going to – where's your scoring going to come from? That's just, That was just the question, right? You lose a guy like Caleb Love, and as up and down as he was, he was one of the leading scorers on this team. And you replace him with guys who are not as capable at, of scores. You replace him with guys who have a different skill set that may be more fit for this team in terms of Elliot Cadeau and company that – you know, shooting ain't their forte, but they can do other things. And so you say somebody's going to need to pick up that scoring load. And RJ said, well, if you don't know which way to go, I'll make it easy. Follow me. Y'all don't know which way to get it. Don't worry about it. I know how to put that thing in the hoop and fill it up as good as anybody. Okay. So I jump on my back and we'll get this thing done, which is what he's been doing all season. Armando thought it was cute to shoot a three-pointer, but I said, who's going to get your rebound, buddy? Who's going to get your rebound? You think it's funny, but uh, you know, I'm, Bench him, but he won't because – never mind. I just feel like mm-hmm. I'm going to need that breakout game from you, the consistency, because if RJ can't get it done, I don't know that that team is the same type of team. So, Seth, I'm really excited to see his progression, Seth Trimble. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you know, North Carolina, for the for the one who's supposed to be here 10 years, come on. Come you on. know, and you're not wrong at all there. And, and I want to say this. In terms of, of calling guys out for a breakout performance, I don't want to see that. I want to see consistency. Mm-hmm. I want to see Kyle Filipowski, brother, come on in the room. Come on in the room. You've had your moments here and there. I want to see Filipowski consistently show. I'm the guy. I'm the premier talent in the ACC. Forget that baby blue over there. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. I want to see that out of him. And it just hasn't been uh, showing up so far this year. Yeah, we haven't had too many big men doing big things. Maybe P.J. Hall, maybe I'll give you that. Oh, P.J. Hall has been eating. Yeah, P.J. Hall yeah, has been doing this I thing. I give you P.J. Hall, but overall, I think that there's still a, remains to be seen who's really that standout. Maybe Lynn Kidd from Virginia Tech, but he's not a big man. Um, but either way it goes, I think that the ACC right now is in a good place. The Blue Bloods are doing all right, which means good because everyone's <laughs> going to pay attention to the league for those who like tend to only – national people who only care about us you know when it comes time for tournaments but you know as you ride the tide just know that blue bloods are doing their part and maybe louisville can just rise don't none of y'all tails lose to louisville y'all hear me all of you acc teams don't none of y'all lose i knew that i knew that kentucky game was gonna get ugly when he said when kenny Payne said they want to beat us down we want to beat them by one point kenny what Kenneth, can it's I call you Kenneth? I'm gonna call you Kenneth. Kenneth, what? It's Kenny. It's Kenny's last season. He's trying to go out with a bang. You feel me? He's trying to go out with a bang. He's oh. going out with a whisper. He's going out with a whisper. Ain't no big bang. It's a it's a slight whisper. It's a, oh hey sorry my error's yeah. gonna be over, and this is gonna be known as a Kenny Payne error, as in E R R O R, not error, as in E R A, because this is oh, this yeah. is rough. This it's is terrible. Tough. Again, like we said, we have some bowl game conversations to talk about. We got to talk about Georgia Tech. We got to talk about Duke. We got to talk about, you know, signing day and all the good recruits and all that fun stuff as you're heading towards the end of your weekend, trying to check out and read through who you should just be excited for. Maybe we'll talk through teams that are already getting the job done earlier. Maybe some who consistently get the job done from a signing standpoint, but can't necessarily get it done on the field. We'll have those conversations for you tomorrow for Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs. Until next time.